Hey guys, this is Sophie. Welcome back to my channel. Today, I'm going to just be talking about the unit that we've been doing in language arts, which is reading Hamlet by William Shakespeare. So I'm not sure whether you guys have all heard of Hamlet before, but I'm sure that all of you have heard of William Shakespeare before. He might be probably one of the like top three most famous and influential and like great um, English writers, authors of all time. Okay, he um his most famous book might be um Romeo Romeo and Juliet, and Hamlet is also one of his his very famous ones. Like he probably like ranks along with like Charles Dickens etc. as um the best um English writers of all time. Okay, so yeah. Anyways, that's that, and um. I think a lot of people say that Hamlet is the greatest um, Shakespeare play of all time. Okay, because it's like, it's really cool. And um, it's really, how would you say this? Um, it's really, it goes really deep into what like um humanity is about and the ways that humanity works okay so basically it's like a lot of things that um have to do with the deeper side of how humans function and how people might live when like under pressure or when they are very um how to say this, like in a very unfortunate um, life situation, okay? So that's that, and our unit has been pretty long. We're almost done. There's still more to come, but we're almost done, and it's been pretty fun so far, so I would like to talk about some things we've done. So first, we've done this thing called Ophelia's Flowers, um, actually, first, let me just talk briefly talk about what Hamlet is about. Hamlet is like one one of probably considered Shakespeare's greatest work. It talks about this Hamlet who is the prince of Denmark, whose father died in battle. Uh, died um after a battle, allegedly um murdered by his uncle. Um, and his uncle then married his mother, who is the queen. So his uncle became the king. Um, so now his stepdad is his uncle. And basically he wants to seek revenge on his uncle after a supposedly ghost of his dad came. And that ghost was like, okay, you need to seek revenge for me. And then basically Hamlet was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do exactly that. So that's what Hamlet decided to do. And honestly, I don't really know whether um, that ghost is actually Hamlet's dad's ghost because there is no proof that it is. And it might as well just be like a demon who wants to like distract Hamlet or whatever, you know, you never know. So yeah, that's that. And honestly, I 
um, really love this play because it's like really interesting in many ways. And yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Overall, I think this play is not too hard to understand, but it's not easy to understand either. Because obviously, there's a lot of stuff about you know how people function and how society lives as a whole. So that's that.、Um, also, I would like to、um, introduce you to Ophelia, who was like Hamlet's kind of love interest person throughout. Well, not throughout the play, not even close. Like for some parts of the play. Okay, and、um, Ophelia is like a lord's daughter, I'm pretty sure, and she's like a really interesting figure. That I don't really want to、um, comment on her too much because honestly, I feel pretty、um, conflicted towards her. Like she's a pretty interesting person, but、um, yeah. Anyways, so. I definitely would like to say that she is、um, quite influential to the play. Like she doesn't really like drive any plot or anything, but she sure does、um, have a lot of symbolism. Like there's a lot of she's a symbol for something very great. So、uh, that's that. And、um, honestly, I think. Um, she could like she could she deserved better. Okay, she deserved more than to just die in the suicide. Okay, because okay, a lot of people say that she didn't die, but personally, I think she definitely died. Um, from suicide, because there's no proof that she didn't. Okay, and also from her state of mind, she might as well have killed herself. Okay, so yeah. All right,、um, that's our conversation right there. So besides that,、um, I also think that Hamlet is pretty much crazy.、Um, you know, I don't want to call him like that, but he is pretty much crazy, from what I have figured out so far, and he is definitely not completely sane, at least. He is like at least um crazy in some way, so overall, I think um a mistake that many people make in Hamlet is that they consider everything to be plotting, okay, to be scheming, to be something that people plan that they want to do that's going to hurt others. But honestly, in real. In reality, or the reality that I consider, Hamlet is a struggle between yourself and the evil side of yourself, and it honestly does not.、Um, it honestly does not give you that much excuse to say that someone is purely evil. All of these people who have who seem evil. Might actually, they all have their good sides, okay. And all those people who seem like, like for example, Hamlet, who has like the glorious um main character thing thing around him, he is not completely kind and just like 
generous or like nice or just you know a good person either. Like he plotted the death of some of his former friends, who sure they kind of like tried to betray him and his like confidential information to other people. But、um, on the other hand, I honestly think that everyone has、um, reasons that we should be sympathetic towards them, you know. But then everyone has faults that I would like to blame on them as well, and none of them have done everything that would be in like. Honorable or virtuous, okay. But then, not all of them were completely bad in all their acts either. So, for example, some of the themes that we explored, including in like,、um, especially Ophelia's flowers, is insanity. So that's one theme that we explored.、Um, like Ophelia's flowers all symbolized her.、Um, Like a lot of her,、um, how do you say this? Like a lot of her、um, insanity, basically. Like、uh, it's really hard to explain this part, but、um, basically she gave out flowers for like right,、um, like around the time that she went insane. Because、um, she kind of was just crazy、um, AF, and she like couldn't really figure out what she was gonna trying to do or、uh, gonna do. So then she was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you all flowers. This is for remembrance. That is for what. This is for what. Okay, etc. etc." And then they just did that, and then、um, she was like, "Okay, now I'm done. Now I'm gonna go kill myself." So she was like that kind of、um, attitude, and I honestly don't like it because I don't like Ophelia that much. She is someone that's worth my sympathy, but at the same time, I think that she is really weak and a little too reliant on others. So that is something I don't like about her. But again, every character has reasons that they are like that. Like at that time when the story was set, you know, women were completely reliant. You know, daughters would definitely obey their fathers no matter what, and they have never like experienced anything too impactful or forceful in their lives. So they're generally like pretty weak and fragile. Like, um, Hamlet. Uh, I do remember some of the quotes from Hamlet because some of them are really good. I remember one quote from Hamlet is okay. Hamlet is talking about his mom Gertrude in this line, but I think it applies to Ophelia as well. Where Hamlet was like really mad at him, his mom for like giving into his uncle, right? So he said, "Frailty, thy name is woman." Okay, so he said, "Frailty, your name is woman." So basically, he's like, "Woman." Y'all are all so frail. Okay, so that's basically what Hamlet was trying to say, and I kind of agree with him a little bit in this play, simply because the women all acted really not strong in both their hearts and I mean physically, they're definitely frail as well. Um, so that's one theme of insanity. Why we? Why did we get into strength when I was talking about about that? Theme. That's okay. Well, anyways, so another theme I kind of already mentioned it is scheming. So like, what schemes 
were in Hamlet, there were a lot. Like, for example, the biggest one is probably Hamlet wanting to kill um, uh, Claudius. Um, Claudius is Hamlet's uncle. Um, the next biggest theme probably is Claudius trying to kill Hamlet. Okay, these two are both trying to kill each other. Another, I think the most um, overarching scheme that's like a bit more abstract is Hamlet's scheme to act crazy to everyone else. But okay, this is like some sort of self-hurting scheme because I feel like after he got into character, he kind of just actually became insane. You know, but he did get Claudius like very suspicious and all, and he kind of got Claudius a little crazy as well. Like Claudius said, "I like him not, nor stands it safe with us to let his madness range." So this means, oh, I don't like what he's doing. I think it's not safe for me. Um, if I let his like madness to grow, then it's not going to safe be safe for me. So that's what he's saying, and um, yeah. That's what he wants. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, Hamlet is like lucky in like making everyone like shift their points of view toward about him, and then now everyone's like, okay, I see. Maybe he's actually crazy, but he's not safe anyway. So we're gonna send him to England, and we're gonna make England kill him. Okay, that's basically um Claudius's plan, and now um. We have another theme of gender that I've already kind of talked a little bit, like about like Hamlin. He's kind of rude to all the ladies, like um to Ophelia and Gertrude in this um play. So the question is, does he like hate um women just in general? I myself, I do not think that Hamlet hates women. It's just that. Hamlet has to act a certain way in order for himself to be um, like justified, like his actions to be justified. Okay, um, so basically, um, what that means is like he didn't really want to act crazy. But then, at the same time, there's no other way that would be very easy for him to have、um, gotten his way. If that makes sense. So, <clears throat> anyways, that's the gender part.、Um, and I would honestly say that gender is kind of messed up over here because in Shakespeare's time. So, do you think that women had a lot of power? No, they didn't. Okay, so that's the problem, right? Um, it's like not fair almost to consider um women to be like discriminated against because they honestly didn't have any rights, and it's not like Shakespeare hates women either. Because I doubt that he like hates women, but maybe it's just in his obligation to make the play all make sense in itself, and you know all that stuff. So, um, another theme is acting. So it's like whether all people, 
in our lives, to whether we are all actors in some way. And I would say it kind of makes sense because,、um, well, you can't really just be completely honest, completely yourself that you want to be all the time, right? Sometimes us people, we just become whoever we would like to seem to others. Okay, and it's not wrong because everybody does that. So, like, a lot of the times, it's like it's about like、um, whether someone is acting too much or like whether their their acting is justified or whatever, or whether what they got from acting is justified. You know, so a lot of that kind of stuff, all pretty interesting. And so, some of the projects that we did. Our, so I, we did that Ophelia's flowers project, where you actually had to make a bouquet,、um, from like flowers, and it ha- also has to look like a bouquet. Okay, so a bouquet is like a bunch of flowers bunched together, right?、Um, and we kind of used like a cl- cutting tool to kind of make them fit like a in a shape sort of thing, and so that was kind of fun.、Um, hopefully, I don't get a zero.、Um, And that's that.、Uh, besides that, we also had to write two paragraphs. Like each paragraph justifies why you made that bouquet for that person. So I made my bouquet for Hamlet for the character in the play because I thought Hamlet is the most interesting and probably my favorite. Okay, my favorite might also be Horatio, but honestly, I don't know a lot about Horatio, so I'm not really qualified to make a. Thing for him. Everyone else, I don't like. Okay, I actually really like Fortinbras. I think he's like a hero. He's a soldier, but Hamlet is also more of a soldier because Fortinbras himself called Hamlet a soldier. Okay, so Fortinbras is the king of Norway, of、uh, the prince of Norway, who also had his father dead. His father was killed by old Hamlet, and now his um. Uncle is the king, so he's like the mirrored situation of Hamlet. But he himself, he got the military power, and now he's invading Denmark, and all that. And he's successful, and he ultimately also became the king of Denmark. So that's the successful side. But you know, this is why like Shakespeare made it so great that it's one of his four great tragedies that he wrote. But it's a tragedy for Hamlet because like everyone died besides Horatio, so it's really a tragedy and a sad story with a sad ending, but also a good ending because now Fortinbras is the ruler of Denmark. So you can view it both ways. The optimistic people, you know, it's like a jar whether you. Look at a half-filled jar at being half full or half empty. Okay, that's how you see it. So after that, we did a discussion. Okay, I got a hundred on that discussion. Yay! Um, it was just like about Act One to Three, and it was like, um, pretty fun. I mean, yeah. So, um, we had this prep thing where you had to answer two questions about. Um, I answered them. I I answered three. Okay, I answered about scheming, about insanity, and about gender. My 
Okay, our teacher told us if you want to get a hundred, then you sh- could have. It's best if you use like an outside source and incorporate it into your discussion. And what's really interesting is that we were only allowed to talk three times. So each of us had three like talking sticks kind of things. So they're like tally marks, and you can only get three times. And if you've used up your three times, then you can um only shut up and let everyone else say three times. So I used my three times really well. All three times I talked, I utilized a quote from something. My favorite is my. Outside quote that I found for insanity. So the question is, is Hamlet going insane? And my answer was, Hamlet is not completely going insane. And I drew from the book The Story of Philosophy by Will Durant. Will Durant, maybe. Um, so this was the chapter talking about Schopenhauer, who is like a German philosopher who was very pessimistic. You know, his life was like a tragedy, kind of sort of thing. He used his whole life to criticize Hegel, Hegel, um, who was his like. Imaginary enemy. Well, okay, that person is not imaginary, but like Hegel didn't really attack him in any way or anything. But yeah, um, Schopenhauer is a huge pessimist. His life was a tragedy, basically. So he's that's why he's a little pessimistic, and he's like very re- rational almost, and he's like just really um sad about some sort of things. So he said that the way out of the evil of endless willing. Is the intelligent contemplation of life. Dot dot dot. Unselfish intellect rises like a perfume above the faults and follies of the world of will. So basically, it's like okay, the will it can only be overcome if you have like intelligence and rationality. Okay, and so that's what I was saying. I was saying like. Um, Hamlet is not purely driven by like insane emotions and desires because he can actually plot things. Okay, he actually had a huge scheme going on, so he was not completely insane. He just got too much into character for acting insane, so he's now kind of insane. <laughs> okay, so that was my favorite quote that I did, and that was the discussion. So after that, we had to do a soliloquy rewrite for a parody kind of thing. So a soliloquy is like a monologue where the character is speaking to him or herself. So Hamlet had like seven soliloquies, and the most famous one is "To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether 'tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take upon the or whatever, whatever." Okay, I memorized that part, and I'm very proud of having memorized it because. I was lucky enough to get assigned the to be or not to be soliloquy. It's probably like the most famous line in Shakespeare. Okay, I'm not exaggerating. Like to be or not to be, that is the question. It's basically Hamlet spending like 120 lines asking himself whether he should kill himself. That's basically what Hamlet was doing, and put in simpler terms. I know it's kind of sad. Yeah. I I know I agree, um. So, um, I guess I was really lucky to have gotten that. And a parody is like a 
kind of sarcastic, humorous, kind of funny、um, interpretation of something. So I decided to do cheating. Okay, so I said like to cheat or not to cheat. That is the question. Whether it's okay,、um, I could actually pull it up and show it to you guys if you guys want to. Um. So basically, um, I'm sorry, but this is just kind of funny. Um, I did it. I was going to do eating at first, but like eating is so completely like stereotypical and it's so cliche. So I didn't want to do that. Um. So I ended up doing this. Oh, actually, I can't find it. Never mind, guys. I'm sorry. So I actually ended up doing cheating because cheating is kind of funny and sarcastic in and of itself. So my ending was like, "Oh, shush! The professor is here. Like, please let him be unsuspecting while I complete my new assessment." So basically, I talked a bunch about like. It is nobler for a person. It's more virtuous if you don't cheat. You know, it's better and for a character. But then in the end, the character who was speaking this whole soliloquy is still cheating. So that's like the ironicness of it. Irony of it. So I really liked it. Okay, last but not least, we have this synthesis essay. It was like they you were given a bunch of sources and you had to piece them together and. So surprisingly, this essay was about mental health. So I just said it was like evaluate to what extent like mental health impacts an individual in the society, and I said that it impacts their、um, ability to live, and I said that it impacts not only the individual but also the people around that individual that are closely related to that individual. So you you're not allowed to use words like people a lot. Stuff, so I kind of struggled a little bit,、uh, but we're fine. Hopefully, I don't get a zero again. But also, okay, um, I'm kind of running out of time. So there was something about my teacher, language arts teacher, that I wanted to share. But I guess we're gonna have to save it for next time. 好的，今天呢，跟大家讲的是我在英语课上面学，我们最近在学，呃，莎士比亚的《哈姆雷特》，所以想特别跟大家分享一些一下。可能前面的英文的部分，我前面有点特别的啰嗦，抱歉啊，跟大家道个歉。呃，如果不想听的话，就可以快进到后面一点的部分。呃，反正那个是这样的，呃，我们这个《哈姆雷特》呢是整。片儿整个这个那个话剧，我们就是整整个这个 play 这个剧，我们都读了。读的过程还是挺艰难的，说实话啊，但是还是挺好玩的，学了挺多，长了挺多知识。因为毕竟是经经典，它肯定有成为经典的原因嘛。所以我还是挺喜欢这个话，这话剧戏剧。反正总体来说，挺长见识的。然后今天就跟大家分享一下我们学校的几个主题，然后呢，还有我们这个我在这个单元内我的一些作业呀，学校做的都怎么都是怎么学的。呃，首先呢，哈姆雷特这个故事不知道大家清不清楚，就是哈姆雷特呢是丹麦王子，呃，是等一下，丹麦对，是丹麦王子。然后呢，他爸爸好像是被他叔叔给。
自安毒死了。然后呢，他爸的一个鬼魂呢，就告诉他说：“你一定要给我报仇。”然后汉姆雷特就就此走上了报仇之路。那那隔壁这个挪威呢，也有一个王子叫 Fortinbra。然后呢，他呢也是他爸死了，他叔叔在位。然后呢，他呢就不完全复仇，他就是自己去征服新的领地。最后他成了丹麦的国王。但是至于这是怎么发生的呢？咱们还没到那儿，对吧？嗯，反正首先呢，跟大家介绍几个主题吧。一个很明显的一个主题呢，就是这个疯狂，就是很多人已经。到了一个疯癫的状态，然后那个比如说这个哈姆雷特呀，其实就有点疯。然后呢，这个叫什么来着？嗯，呃，我不知道他的中文名叫啥，反正就是呃哈姆雷特叔叔 Claudius， 还有那个哈姆雷特的前差点变成女女朋友的人，呃。然后他叫 Ophelia， 然后呢还有很多人，反正我就不一一介绍了。哈姆雷特的妈妈也差不多，反正。然后呢，就是这些人呢，因为各种各样的原因，就有些是因为心虚，然后心虚妈心虚了，更一点一点的就变成心魔了。然后呢，呃，有一些人呢，就是。那个假装自己是个那个疯子，但是结果越来越太入戏了，所以呢就变成真的是半个疯子了。就是这就是咱们的哈姆雷特，就是这都是我看来的啊，这都是我的一些想法。就是别人嗯，大家因为哦，对了，这最有名的就是一千个人一千个哈姆雷特，就是一千个人读哈姆雷特能有一千种见解。为什么呢？因为没有所有人，他们对人性啊、对生命啊、对这种人的看法是一样的。所以你即使咱俩啊，可能这点咱俩是同意的，那、嗯嗯、但是在另一点上面，咱们俩可能就有完全不同的两个说法。所以是这样，嗯。然后呢，呃，再跟大家聊聊下面另一点，就是。这个叫呃嗯、呃、计划，就是这种预谋，就是这种谋划的能力。怎么说呢？就是呃，大家在这里面都有他们自己的这个小计划。比如说哈姆雷特是要复仇，然后哈姆雷特叔叔是要嗯、呃、那个把哈姆雷特送到英国，让英国杀哈姆雷特。然后哈姆雷特还有就是他在所有人面前演的是。那个就是基本上就是个疯疯癫的状态，然后这当然这也是假的嘛，所以但是后来慢慢反慢慢反正就变成半真的了，反正不管怎么烧就就是这样。然后呢，嗯嗯，另外一个这个主题呢就是性别，就比如说哈姆雷特在这个剧里面呢，对那些女性的主人公呢。挺这个态度挺差的，但是你能不能就说他是就是有那个性别歧视呢？我看也不然，也不一定，就是所有人都有自己的解释啦，这就是我自己的解释
。然后另外还有一个就是演戏，就是所有人都在演。像不知道大家有有没有想过，就是你是不是每天也都在有一定成分成成分的演？的这个这么一个状态，比如说很多人有可能你今天很不该很不开心，但你就要表现出很高兴，就是这种，这也是演戏，就是人生如戏嘛。不演的话，那你可能有的时候就没法在社会上生存，对吧？所以就是，但是你要看演到什么程度，演什么，演完了你能得到什么，这些就和一些伦理呀、啊。什么的更有关系的，对吧？嗯、呃，好的，那接下来呢，跟大家呃来聊一聊我们这个在呃这个单元里面都干了点啥吧。这个我呢，反正最喜欢的一个呢，可能就是我们这个 Ophelia 的花儿的这么一个 project。呃，我们呢是要。自己做一个花束，然后这个花束呢，里面的每个花儿都有一个花语嘛。它当然不是说所有这些花语不是说都是什么纯洁的爱呀、啊，什么什么那个永不什么什么的爱呀、啊、什么之类，它都是关于那个比较就是反正比较黑暗的东西。然后呢，反正比如说有一些是这个谎言呀、啊，有一些是。嫉妒啊，等等等等，反正就是各种各样的。你要组一个花束，其中一个是给《哈姆雷特》里面那个主人公，我选的就是哈姆雷特，因为我觉得他够复杂，然后呢，他够有，反正我还挺欣赏哈姆雷特的。说实话，他是我在《哈姆雷特》里面可能数一数二最喜欢的人物，其他人我都挺讨厌的，要么就是是一个懦夫。或者是一个女懦夫，要么就是一个那个傻里傻气的一个人，要么就是老狐狸精，反正没有我喜欢的。除了哈姆雷特，还有那个挪威的那个王子福尔布，还有哈姆雷特一个朋友，另外几一些人都完全没有道德感，完全没有破破破例破起，反正反正那大家知道我在说什么，反正是那个什么破什么之类的。很破，反正就是对对对，反正就是这样啊。抱歉大家，我的这个词汇量现在在日渐这个缩小，反正就是这样子。然后，然后呢，我们做的这个 project 呢很有意思。然后你要另外一个花束呢，就是给一个朋友或者一个嗯呃这个死对头。我呢是写给了一个朋友。但是这个朋友呢，也不知道我写给了他。然后呢，那个我也没说是哪个朋友，就说是一个儿时的朋友。然后，呃，这个是 Aphelia's Flowers。另外一个呢，我们就是可讨开了一个会，就是那个有点像那个苏格拉底是讨论，但他又不完全是，他其实就是一个讨论。呃，就是每个人只有三次说话的机会。老师给我们一个。那个小便签儿，你要撕成三片儿，只能那个说三次话。如果你说完了的话，你就得闭嘴，然后别人必须得那个，你这个圈儿里面所有人都说过三次，你才能再次发言。我呢，因为老师说你如果想得一百的话，必须要不是必须，就是最好要有个那个书外，就是这个剧外的一个呃那个这个信息。
嗯得到的信息来支持，所以我就去找那个威尔杜安杜兰特写的《哲学的故事》里面那个讲叔本华的那一章。呃，里面我找到了一个，因为大家不不知道，你们知道知不知道舒本华？他是一个德国的哲学家，一生基本上就是为了那个 dis 黑格尔而活。dis 不知道大家知不知道什么意思？就是找所有黑格尔的缺点。那个，然后他是一个巨大的悲观主义者，因为他的整个。他的一生其实就挺悲观的，他呃没有了父亲，然后呢母爱呢他也没得到多少，反正这人就是挺惨，所以他对人性的理解呀，对生活的这个期期期望都是悲观的。然后他就说，人如果想要走出这个，就是呃欲望啊等等这个想干的事儿的这个。呃，就是这个黑洞的话，那个你必须要有这个理性的这种考虑啊什么的。反正我翻译的不好，大家就试着理解吧。然后哈姆雷特呢，因为我现在我是要说他不是完全疯狂的，那我就说你哈姆雷特都能那个，他都能那个骗过别人，他都有能有这种自己的这种计划，这自己自己的这种 plan， 所以他不是完全那个疯了的，他只是有一部分他入戏了而已，所以这一点我是最喜欢的。然后呢，我得了一百，这个那个呃讨论我还挺开心的。另外一个呢，就是我们因为大家不知知不知道这个独白《哈姆雷特》里面有七个哈姆雷特对自己的独白，然后呢，老师就随便给我们那个。呃，分配一个，然后呢，我们就要写一个重写它，重写呢要写一个，就是相当于是一个搞笑的还原版本。那这个搞笑，你又要有一点深意，然后有一点讽刺在里面。我呢，非常荣幸的得到了那个 “to be or not to be” 这个独白。这个独白是哈姆雷特，呃，最经经典的一个独白，是哈姆雷特里面最经典的一句话。也是我觉得哈呃莎士比亚写的所有东西里面最经典的一句话就是 to be or not to be that is the question。刚才英语部分的时候我已经跟大家背过了，反正我背了那么四五行，挺好，觉得自己很有成就感。因为经典毕竟是经典嘛，这一部分其实就是哈姆雷特在想是自杀还是不自杀，其实就 to be， 他就是其实意思就是说我还要不要活了。我还要不要生了？我还要不要存在了 ？To be 就是是怎么样嘛？我如果不怎么样，那我不就是没了嘛？就这个意思。然后呢，我是写的是关于作弊，因为作弊大家都知道，这是一个同学们之间反正总是会有的这么一件事儿。然后我其实我这个讽刺的意义呢，就是说我这个重写，我一直在说什么？如果你。不作弊的话会更有道德感，但最后这个独白的这个主人公还是去作弊了，所以这就是讽刺的一点在。另外呢，我们就还写了一个这个叫合成性的这个论文，这个是什么意思呢？就是我们老师给了我们好多个这个。呃，信息就是好多片信息从不同的地方找来的，然后呢，我们就是要把它们合成一个和哈姆雷特有关的这么一个那个问题，然后呢，我们的问题就是那个和哎
这个就是有点没有惊喜了。就是我们的问题就是关于这个心理健康，就是说心理健康对一个人和一个社会的这个影响有多大？我就说它很大，而且不只是一个这种。internal 就是在一个人身体里面的和大脑的斗争，它也会演变成一个生理上的，就物理上的这么一个症状。然后呢，它也会传播到一个人身边的一些离得比较近的人。我是反正我是这么 argue 的，因为你像。其实哈姆雷特的这个疯狂就传染了他的叔叔啊，他妈呀，还有他那个差点成为女朋友的前女朋友，反正就是各种各样的事儿，那个都是和这心理健康，还有一个人的这个正常和不正常的这个心理是有关的。反正哈姆雷特让我学到了，反正人是多面性的，对吧？嗯，一千个人有一千个哈姆雷特，不知道大家大家是怎么理解的？但我觉得。比起什么罗密欧与朱丽叶呀，就是两个不成熟的人谈恋爱，然后呢，才三五天呢，就什么又生又死的。反正我是更喜欢哈姆雷特，比较黑暗，但是我我比较喜欢这种悲观文学，因为这个是那个哈姆雷特的四大悲，不是莎士比亚的四大悲剧之首嘛，我觉得。所以哈姆雷特它是非常值得大家读的，读英文版的话。读起来非常的拗口，我这个原版我也读不下来的。我是借着有翻译成现代英语的版一块儿读的，我是同时读的。然后呢，呃，如果大家有这个可以到上到一些网站上的话，有一个叫 My Shakespeare 的这个网站，它就是有挑几个词儿给你。注释一下，其他都是原版，但它其实就很有帮助。就是你不是说在读一个翻译过的版本，但同时呢，你又有一些解释，可以让你知道这个东西在现代英语里面具体是啥。反正总之呢，希望大家可以心里身心都健康。这个对我们来说，因为我们不是活在剧里的人。我们要知道现实生活是什么样的，我们要分得清现实与虚拟的这种环境，还有你的脑子里面的东西。所以呢，希望大家现在每天都开开心心的，至少，嗯，我觉得那样是要活得有意义嘛。就是咱们现在啊，好像是在聊一点哲学，哎，我发现，反正，嗯，希望大家现在。那个，如果再过个寒假的话，好好过寒假。如果已经开学了的话，希望你的这个学期可以变得更好。好，今天呢就跟大家聊到这里啦，我们下周再见吧，拜拜。